Welcome to the We Rock DM Podcast, your source for all things digital marketing. Join hosts Daniel Bissett and Tricia Olberg as they explore the latest trends and share their expertise on how to succeed in the digital age. Tune in for expert advice on search engine optimization, social media marketing, and content strategy. We make kick-ass stuff kick-ass. So join us and learn how to rock your digital marketing game. Welcome to the We Rock DM Amplified podcast, where we explore the latest trends and strategies in digital marketing. I'm your host, Daniel Bissett, joined by my co-host, Trisha Elizabeth Olberg. In this episode, we are thrilled to have Kay Miller, founder of Obviously Healthy, as our special guest. We'll be sharing our insights into digital marketing strategies, web design issues that uh, we believe she's currently facing in her business. Join us as we dive deep into the world of digital marketing and uncover some hopefully valuable tips and advice for businesses looking to grow their online presence. Let's rock and roll. Kay, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Kay. So glad you're here. Hey, everyone. Thanks. Nice to meet up with you, Daniel and Tricia. I'm so excited for this talk. Awesome. We are too. Uh, we've um, been doing this podcast for a little while, uh, but we've been doing the job that is this podcast for quite some time. And uh, honestly, one of the most fun things about my job is doing just this, is trying to break things apart and see how we can rebuild them in a more effective, efficient kind of functional way that makes everybody happy at the end of the day. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's usually people who are hiring me to or us to to do this and so that you are doing this uh out of the grace of your own heart <laughs> it's actually quite nice you know but um as i said uh, just before we started any of the um criticism that we offer is intended to be constructive so hopefully uh there's nothing personal um that you take on board because it's totally unintended um and we realize that you're being vulnerable by offering uh, this opportunity to us to, to try and help you. Uh, so we will try our best to respect that and um, give you some golden nuggets at the end to hopefully take with you and, and offer success in, in your business ventures moving forward. So Exactly. Um, and I have to say that I also just love the opportunity to be able to help business owners like myself. Um, and especially, I love it when we get women on here. And so, and it was International Women's Day the other day. So happy International Women's Day. And um, I hope that we can give you some advice that will help your business in this journey. Awesome. Be fun. Yes, yes. I'm excited. So Kay, uh, we, we had you uh, fill out a little kind of pro, uh, pre-podcast pro forma questionnaire. And um, it seems to me like you have kind of a more convoluted business uh, than, than most. It's not straightforward. You, you are doing a lot of different things, um, but it seems like you're migrating towards focusing on, on one. Uh, so what can you tell us about where you're at and how you got here in, in a quick like 
two minute elevator pitch. <laughs> yes, definitely. I am definitely a multi-passionate creative. <laughs> I do all the things, probably too many of them. And I've studied a lot of things in regarding to um, health and wellness in order to help myself because previously I was helping small businesses and helping them with their social media marketing and things like that. And I had a severe health issue, severe health crisis myself. And so over time, I transformed my business into helping people with their health and learning all these different things about genetics, um, about mental fitness, about how we eat and how our body processes those things. And so I just want to share it all with as many people as I can, especially um, recently I've come to realize that I need to share more about the depressive state that I was in because it turned out that I had no idea why I was there. It was really strange for me because it was a different experience than any depression I've felt in my life. And it turned out that I was severely iron deficient. And I wonder how many other people are out there that are suffering from the same thing. And it's just they're iron deficient or they're eating something that's causing them to have these emotional feelings, these suicidal thoughts, and they're trying to talk it away or medicate it away. And neither one of those are working. So that's where I'm at right now in transforming into helping people overcome. So now we're working on overcoming with Kenny. That is that is an awesome message. And I, I love it when um, you can take the experiences you've been through and use that as, you know, as your the platform for the business you're creating that because you have you have all that information that you want to share with people. I completely resonate with that. Um, that's a great place to be in because it motivates you. Um, I, I love that. That's great. That's that's awesome that, that, that you are wanting to share that with the world. So, uh, Kay, um, it sounds to me like maybe you got started in this uh, direction because it was you. You were your own client, mm-hmm. right? Um, and yeah, I, I totally feel what you're trying to trying to do and and the motivation for um yeah for what it is that you're why you're doing it um my question is as beautifully motivated as it is how do you make money yes i mean the that's people the that, that fun you part want to help <laughs> the people the people that you want to help um do they can they can they afford your resources, uh, or are they financially strapped? And you're hoping that after they've overcome what it is that they're going through, that they'll then be able to uh, give you a high five later. Mm-hmm. How how do you how do you get paid? Well, that's a lovely question, and that's what I'm working on right now because. Um, I want to help all of those people, the ones that can afford me and the ones that can't afford me. So I am looking to do more speaking engagements because a lot of people can manage to get to a speaking engagements. There's tons of free summits and things. I participated in one for International Women's Day. I was actually interviewing, though, not being hosted. Um, and so I try to do as much of that as I can to share the information freely to the people that are willing to listen and can implement it on their own. Um, I also do some group coaching, so that's less expensive for people that can get into there and get what they need out of that process. And then I do have my high-end one-on-one coaching services that 
are more for people that were like me. They're business professionals, they're high um, achievers, and they are ready, willing, and able to put the money towards, you know, making the changes they need to make in their life to get the results. Um, And I'd like to get to the point where I can add a nonprofit section to where I can provide scholarships and do that one-on-one coaching with others that may need that extra hand, but not be able to afford it. That, that sounds like great strategy. And yes, by the speaking events, that's a great idea because you will be helping people and reaching out to people, but then you may also find those clients that can afford your services at the same time. Um, that is a great, great idea. Great place to start. Uh, the question is, where do the, you send them, which is your website, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for more information. <laughs> and so that's a, a important piece of this puzzle as far as getting your message out. Yes. So definitely we'll yeah. be yes. sending um, them there. And I also plan on doing um, monthly or bi-monthly uh, virtual kind of uh, brunch party. So that'll be interesting oh. as well. Oh, that's a fun idea. That's fun. Um, your uh when you when you go to an event or when you speak with somebody how do you market yourself um what what do you call yourself well i like to call myself a health detective <laughs> because Ooh. you know a health coach is kind of a there's health coaches there's business coaches there's life coaches i can do all of it Um, But what I really love is detecting what's going on in someone's health and helping them figure that out and piece that out. But it really just depends on the event. So recently I did a speaking event where I shared about mental fitness specifically, and I just went as myself. (laughs) I didn't really have a title and I sent them to a specific website afterwards to do an assessment that went with that topic. That's a great idea. So I was just at a, a women's conference uh, the other other day, um, and I was listening to some speakers like yourself, and all of them had a website that they pointed everybody to, in the audience to. All of them, and in fact, one woman had a big QR code um, next. You know, she had a poster next to her with a QR code, and she said, "As you're leaving the conference room, please snap a picture of my QR code." And this will direct you directly to my my website. And she also had a quiz on there on her website um, for people to go to that was linked to this QR code. So that's that's a great idea. And that for sure, if you are at speaking events, um, you want to promote your website. That's the obvious next step for people to find out more information about you. So that's really important and a good idea. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I love I definitely love the QR codes. They're simple, they're easy. And that's actually what I used at that event too, because we had a PowerPoint thing we were able to use. So my last slide had the yeah. QR code on it. And it also had the website for people that didn't understand QR codes, <laughs> just in case where they could take that quiz. And and so when did the, did your, does your code go directly to the quiz or does it go directly to your homepage? I had it go directly to my, um, what do you call it? My Beacons account, that link in bio kind of thing, obviously KDM, and it had a link to the quiz right at the top. So that way they got the quiz they could sign up for and I'd get them into my email process. And then it also had my links to everything else in case they wanted to peruse and join me on social media or go to my website. So I have a question about, go ahead, Daniel. (laughs) 
No, Trisha, I, go, go for it. You're doing great. I actually think I found this quiz on your website. I, and, and I'm wondering, is it directly attached back to your primary website? Because it looked like it was a different link. Um, I, is it connected? I actually have a quiz on my website that asks, do you need a health coach? And so that's a different quiz. Okay. This um, particular meeting okay. was about mental fitness. So the organization that I work with has a saboteur assessment, which it is their own quiz. But in order to make sure I got the people's information, I made a page basically of my own where they have to put in their email information and then they get linked to that quiz because it's information that I can use okay, with and- them when I'm coaching. So it's two separate quizzes. Okay. And it is embedded in your primary website. It is not. It's only, it's only accessible when I give people the link. It's a specific quiz. Okay. That that's where I'm getting because something I noticed, and I don't know if we want to dive right in here, but the first thing I noticed when I started looking at your website is that all of your top links open up into a new page it's more or less taking people away from your website. Um, and I did find a quiz that did that. Like it opens off into another page. Typically, if you want to try to keep everybody on inside your website as much as possible, you don't really want to ever have links that link off onto another page unless it's not your website. It's, some, it's an external link, just somebody else's content, right? Um, so that's really important. You don't want people... To, clicking on things and constantly having new windows opening. And then it's sometimes I noticed it's hard to figure out how to get back to the beginning on your website. Mm -hmm. So that's just the first thing I noticed. Are you saying that having it open a new window makes people think they've left the website? Because I know I have two quizzes on my page that I built in the same thing. They're still the same overcomingwithk.com. And then it's, do you need a health coach or um, find your path or whatever? So it's still on my website, but since, but I've had it open on a new page because for me, Whenever I'm somewhere and it opens and it takes over the page I'm already on, I hate that. And I'm like, oh, no, where'd that page go? I want to go back to that page. So I made them. So they all open in a new page. But are you saying I should have them just open in the same browser, same screen? Because I can change it. Yes. You should change that. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, good to know. Daniel, do you want to weigh in? Yeah, Daniel, do you want to weigh in on that? Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying about, um, you know, losing where you were at, trying to see something else. Uh, There are solutions called light boxes or modal windows. They're effectively the same thing where they they open in a semi-transparent page that sits on top of the page where you're at. And then when you close it, you go back to the same spot. So you haven't actually left that page at all. That's a possible solution, especially for something like a form completion, where we don't want them to to leave. We want them to keep reading down the page. Um, We might use that for videos. We might use that for a a gallery effect where they can see the image and then they go back to the page because there's a lot more content to consume, right? We didn't want to lose them. Um, But for a page on your site, if they click to go to that page, then take them to that page without leaving the current tab, because what will end up happening is as they navigate through your site, trying to get back to where they were clicking buttons, instead of realizing that they're in a new tab, they end up with 53 different tabs. The browser starts uh, suffering and they end up feeling overwhelmed and that's not at all a happy feeling. So we, we, 
um, are creating this anxiety in the people that we're trying, in your case, that you're trying to re relieve anxiety. So um, it's counterproductive is uh, what I would suggest. Got it. Got um, it. Yes. Good to know. I'll definitely so, try and change those to forms or something else that will stay in. The... Um, about your about your current strategy, you know, I kind of mentioned this at the very beginning. I feel like it's Frankenstein. I feel a Frank, a total Frankenstein approach. Like you're using this to solve that. You're using this to solve that. You're using that to solve something totally different. You're using this to solve something that all of them could be solved. And you've also got that thing over there that sometimes you show to people, but sometimes you don't. And there's no connectivity. So they're not speaking to each other. You, you have to now, granted the one use case where you mentioned, um, the, the group that had you in where you showed your QR code, you actually sat something on top of their form because that was their proprietary questionnaire. So you sat something in front of it. That's good. You know, it was theirs. You couldn't take. So that's fine. But um, on those one-off occasions, that solution works. Otherwise, everything just feels really, really clunky. Um so you have a blog that's built on WordPress, your current website. Um, I don't, I don't even know what it's built on. Um, I didn't even look at that. Uh, who, who is your website built on out of curiosity? Yes, it's built on influencer soft. It's one of those all in one kind of things. So it has my CRM and everything, but it's not, into it. but it's not all in one though, is it? What do you mean? Sorry to interrupt. It's not all in one. I mean, you have your link tree, uh, whatever you called it. The um, oh yeah, that I had first. The beacons, um, and and you have your your WordPress website. Um, mm. It feels like some of your forms might be third party external. All it just the doesn't. Forms. It, it feels really, really. Yeah, all the forms um, and everything. All part of the same. Everything that says overcoming with K was built in influencer soft, the beacons and the other blog website I had before I built that. So they were already pre-existing okay. and then I'm like, Oh, well, let's rebrand. <laughs> and I built a new website, which is the mm -hmm. overcoming with K. Okay. So a couple of things about, about that without even getting into the technical uh, performance issues that, that are related to probably the platform that you're using primarily. Um, the, the website overall, and, and Trisha will talk about this, I'm sure, feels disconnected. Like there's not a consistent theme across every single page. Um, and so when I moved to one theme, I feel like when it opened in a different page, a different tab, I felt like I went to a different website um, as opposed to feeling like I'm in the same space. The reason um, TikTok and Facebook uh, are so, so good and at, at making money is because people never leave, right? You're on Facebook, you find everything there. You can find the news, you can find the weather, you can find these videos, short, short form videos, long form videos now. Um, you can keep up with your friends. You've got the messenger, so you don't even have to pick up your phone to text them. Or maybe you're on your phone. You don't. You don't ever leave their environment, and and you want the same. So your 
uh, Linktree Beacon solution. Oh yes. Just create a page on your website that does that. You don't you don't need this beacon mm-hmm. thing. It, just use a page on your website. Okay. To to direct people, mm-hmm. but make that page look like the rest of your website. Gotcha. So that you know they they have everything. This. Um, the actual, the, the actual beacon layout, I didn't even know what the different links were, would take me to. So going to your, uh, obviously KDM beacon, I didn't know that overcoming with K would take me to your website. I had to know that that's the website name in order to know, to click it, to go to your website. You follow? So the the layout the structure um, the user experience is really confusing and confuddled so I would I would take a real hard look at simplifying 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 and build a system granted that's my lane that's my happy place so you know I'm gonna tell people to do what I do but build a system that is uh, that keeps the user experience front and center website call it website blog call it blog don't get creative don't get kooky with your names call it the things that they are then enter the the creativity once they get there and they're in the zone and they're reading through then they can get your your feelings of who you are and what type of language you use and tone of voice and personality but before they got there if they didn't know then they might never have gone right yeah so keep it keep K-I-S-S. it simple keep it simple absolutely um i really feel like you you have so many great things going on here i mean there's so many things that you're offering and really from a content perspective uh it just needs some organization um maybe think about what it is you want people to really see on your home page um you have a lot of things going on here. The first thing that I noticed is that you have a big space devoted to this book. And I'm wondering, what is your affiliation with this book? Is this a book that you helped write or are you getting affiliate links from it? Or what is, um, tell me about this book. Yes, actually when I made the website and embarked upon this new venture of, you know, focusing on helping people with depression, it was because, like I said, my story came back to me and I remembered how I was feeling and how after getting the iron, I wasn't feeling that way anymore and learning that that is a a symptom. So I wrote about that in the book and we were launching it at that time. So my story is a chapter in that book and it became a best-selling author book on a, you know, Amazon at the time. So I've just kept it up there since the promotion is over before it was a promotion spot that this is coming and pre-order and now it's just, Oh, you can order it. So. Okay. So that's amazing. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Nice touch, Daniel. Nice touch. That is really amazing. Congratulations. Um, So uh, now, now not to diminish from that because it's amazing. I'm very proud of you. Um, tell me, are you getting any type of kickback or sales um, from this? People, the sales of this book, or, or yes, if people order from that link, that's my specific link, and yes, I will get a portion of the sales. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. Just because 
it is taking up a, um, a priority spot on your homepage, right? So, um, so that's okay. That's good to know. I think that you need to talk to that a little bit more because actually when I'm reading the description, you don't mention that you are, have written anything in this book. If you read your description, I can't tell if this was written by you or what your part in it was, or if it's just a book you like. So that is the disconnect for me. Um, I'd talk to that, say, this is my contribution to this book. Um, this is why it's on my website. And this is why it's so awesome. That would really help that section. Does that yes, make sense? Yes, that definitely makes sense. I, I never even thought about it. I was just like, oh, yeah. put the link on there. And that way you can send people there as you're promoting it. And I didn't even think about other people landing there and how they would yeah. interact with it. So that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's your story. So tell your story. Um, speaking of your story, so I, I see that you have a lot of information um, about yourself on your homepage, which that's fine. But I actually think I actually think you should have a, a completely separate page for about. Um, you just have about going to some jump links. Um, but there's a lot to, I mean, your story is your business, right? I think you should have a, an, a page dedicated to that dedicated to that, not just jump links on your homepage. Your homepage is actually like, um, it's kind of the content, the table of contents to your book. You want to give people little snippets about what you do. And all those things link to a more information on your website. If you put everything on your homepage, um, it gets a little bit busy. Um, and it's hard to see what's most important right? You want to have, you want to think about the hierarchy of what you have on your homepage and just little snippets to larger pieces of content on your website. Well, and if, if I could add to that, um, from a search engine optimization perspective, having all of your content on one page, I, I know that you don't, but you have a lot of your content on one page, means that if somebody's doing a search in a platform like Google, and Google feeds them the homepage, it could take them a minute to find what they were looking for. And within the first three and a half seconds, if they haven't found what they're looking for, they're out, right? Unless you had something super compelling to grab them that totally distracted them from their original search. Whereas if you have a dedicated page to your story, um, a dedicated page to your chapter in the book, a dedicated page yes. to, um, you know, your children, whatever it is that you you want, then when somebody does a search, that result will take them to that dedicated page, and they will go straight to what they're looking for. If that's what they were looking for, don't make it hard for them to find it, especially if Google is going to send them to you. Um, then not only did we make it hard for them, we lost them. Google thinks, well, I'm not going to do that again, am I? Um, then you get further and further down the, the search result pages for a branded search on your name. And that's that's not anything that we want. So it's not just a user experience. It also impacts your search engine optimization in a major way. Hmm. Yeah, that's really important. Um so speaking of the content on your homepage, the first two things we see are call to action buttons. Um, one of them is going to a form and another one is going to a survey. Those are the two, the first two things that, that you see. 
Um, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, so now I'm realizing the survey I was talking to about earlier is the second one you have here. Have you worked with a health coach? If you click on that, that that's what I mean. That that link takes you to a page that doesn't even have your top nav anymore. So it links off to a separate page and now your top nav isn't even there. So you literally have just dis completely disconnected from your website. That's, that's the one I was seeing. Um, so for sure that needs to, that needs to be addressed. Um, the first link you have, I understand why you're doing this. A lot of coaches do this and um, you want to get a, a survey um, on your website for people to find out more information about clients, right? Um, the thing that can be a little bit tricky with that is a lot of people may be coming to your website for the first time and they really kind of, they really need to learn about you before they're, they might feel comfortable filling out a survey of this type. This, you're asking for a lot of information here. This is a lot of um, really personal information you're asking for. This almost feels like a second touch type of form to me than a first touch. I would feel well, very um, intimidated as a person to fill this form out after just finding out about you myself. I, I wouldn't, Daniel? I wouldn't even expect second touch. Um, I would, I would expect that somebody who is willing to fill this form out in its entirety has spent a heck of a lot of time with you already. Um, they have built yeah. that trust because like Trisha said, you're not asking for my digital currency. You're asking for my history. And as a first time user, I don't even know who the F you are. I'm never going to answer this type of information. So not only am I never going to do it, that means I'm not going to complete the form ever either. Right. So a quick question I have for you, Kay, is how many people have completed this form in the last year or the, since you launched this website? Um, no one has completed it since I launched it, but it was not intended to be something where you just land on my page and you're like, oh, let me answer all these questions. Um, the website, I never okay, really thought about it as yeah, I never really yeah. thought of the website as a place where people were just going to magically find me. I always thought of it as something I would be sharing with people like, okay, we've talked, we've done this, we've done this here, go to my website, fill out an application and let's see if we're a good fit kind of thing. Well, so and, and I wanted it easy for them that, to get to that, <laughs> the yeah. top. I think that, that that tracks, sure. Anybody that that has had that connection with you and built that trust with you, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. Um, but this hero section is for everybody. Um, what about the people who have recommended you to somebody else, but haven't yet built that trust with you personally? Now there's that recommendation. So man, you know, Jay told me to go visit Kay. And I know that Jay was down in the dumps and now, now look at her. She's on top of the world. Maybe maybe Kay had something to do with it and find your path. Okay. And ask all my, no, mm -mm. nope, not going to happen. Not today. So I do think that on the one hand, yes, those people that you direct there, you should direct them there. Absolutely. Let's do this. Come on. I can help you. I want to help you. I can see it in your eyes. You're iron deficient. I look the same. 
when I looked in the mirror back in the day. I, I know um, that's fine and that's great, but that's not everything. And that cannot be your entire business model. Um, we need to open your website as the hub. So what I would recommend is um, maybe you buy a short URL that's similar uh, that's easily recognizable, memorable, and then you tack on, find your path to the end of it. And you say, okay, I've got something for you. All right. Go to over with K.com slash find your path. And that'll redirect them to the end path. That is much longer overcoming with K, which may not be too bad anyway. Um, but you want to get them directly to that. Well, direct them straight to that, not your homepage, if that's if that's the end goal. Or you can have this, but not front and center. Uh, you know, when when somebody opens the newspaper, before they've opened it, unfolded it, there's the the text um, that occurs in the folded portion that everybody sees. Right, it's still in its wrapping, and I can I can read that and know whether I want to open the thing up or not. And that's all of the information that real estate is called above the fold. And that is the most valuable real estate on your website. And right now we've got that taking somebody to a, a potentially uncomfortable place. Right. Yeah. And um, Kay, I have a question for you. How, if you did have uh, somebody who found you on found her website organically this is a person that did you didn't speak with um that you haven't ever talked with before would you be interested in speaking to that person about your services and taking them on as a client yeah yes i would and i think further down i have a thing that kind of talks about me and it has a link that just says let's talk and that goes straight to my calendar Okay, so the reason why I say that is you never know where people are going to come from. I understand what you're saying in your, your business model so far. Um, you've been getting most of your business because you have had a conversation with somebody mm -hmm. personally and you're sending it from their website. However, your website is a marketing tool and it will get discovered by people organically. And even people at your speaking events, sometimes, you know, maybe they were half paying attention at the time and later on you come to mind they hadn't snapped your qr code at the end but they remember your name they do a google search for you and your website pops up that happens all the time right and so you do need to kind of think of your website in those terms of um who might see this you never just never know how people are going to find you and so think about that who if somebody has never spoken to you in person what what will they learn by you about you by looking at your website for the first time right use it this is a great marketing tool for you, you and especially if you start having um start start implementing some seo um, search in, engine optimization which we'll talk more about um this could be a way for you to find people uh, i mean you have a very unique story here especially because uh, you have that book, you may, people may be finding you through the book. You just never know. Lots of, lots of ways people could find you. Yes. Those are so, all really good um, things I had not thought about. <laughs> yeah. So another, another question I have not to harp on too much about your website. 
Uh, but that is, I mean, that is what we do. So, yes. um, <laughs> this background, I get that the color is mostly on brand. Um, it probably is supposed to give me the feeling of water and therefore um, make me feel a little bit more calm, right? It's supposed to help me be calm. But what in the world is this picture? It's really just the only picture that fit. <laughs> I, I really threw this website together on a whim so that I'd have a place to advertise that book when we were doing that. And then I've gone back since then and tweaked it here and there. But yeah, I definitely need a better background picture. So yeah, that's that's a beautiful picture of the Caribbean Sea from my home in the Virgin Islands. That's what it actually is. <laughs> but it's like, so well, it's a little weird. Do you know how, how cool it would be? Because I, you know, I say this a lot. Um, marketing isn't about, digital marketing isn't about actually selling things. It's about building relationships, right? Um, and in your industry, in particular, your niche of this industry, this larger in health industry, um, it's really about building relationships. Yeah. And, and they may have never met you personally. They may have never spoken to you or even heard you speak. Um, so knowing that this is your house in the Virgin Islands, this is your view, the success that you have achieved in your life, I want that, right? So show me the whole damn photo. I yeah. want to see it. I don't want to see some like blown out. I, I want to see where you, not where you live. That would be a little creepy, but like the view that you have, you know, that, that helps me know you and every piece of knowledge that I have on who I believe you to be based on what I've seen, read or heard builds or is an opportunity to build trust and you're going to need a lot of trust in order for me to start divulging all of that information in that form. Um, so I think that that's beautiful. And I think it's a, a wonderful concept. Um, but the delivery could use some help. Now, from um, from a, a user experience perspective, we have some accessibility issues. Excuse me, the white... Uh, text on a light blue background. If I'm at all visually impaired, I can't see it. Um, and so we probably need to put a filter over the image um, so that we have higher contrast. We still see the image in the background, but we make the text pop off. So a visually impaired individual such as myself um, might actually be able to read it without a screen reader and without the glasses if I've lost them or, you know, they're on top of my head and I, I can't remember where I put them. Um, we need to pay attention to all of those people because that's a substantial number of people that you're otherwise maybe missing. Right? True. I, as a designer, I see you putting some type of um, darker gradient over this picture just to help that white text pop off. Um, something I noticed, and Daniel, if you'll click on that form again, click on Find Your Path, 
um, because I think you're using the same photograph behind your form here. Um, so scroll down all the way to the bottom of the form. And something I noticed is that I can't read some of the text at the bottom of this form. Um, if you go all the way to the bottom, I, I literally cannot read it because it's so dark um, against that. that. Um, and on my screen, that the, the leaves are a little bit more behind there. But, but do you see what I'm saying? Um, it's just, it's hard to read. So that's just something to consider. Um, when you're working with your colors. Um, back to what Daniel was saying about the idea of, of using, you know, your, the place you live as your creative inspiration, that's great. I mean, that, that speaks to you. And this website is about you. So one of the ways that you could kind of tie that in, because I wouldn't have understood that had we not had this conversation, is when you create this about page that we've been talking about, talk about that, talk about where you live and where, you know, where you used to live and your home. And, and then people will make that, that connection with you. Oh, this is why we have palm trees. This is why she's using this lovely Caribbean blue. Now I understand why you chose that color. Um, th they'll make that connection, right? Otherwise right now it'll be what Daniel and I just did. Why is she, why is there a palm tree on this website? <laughs> So just help people understand. And it's a very cool, a cool story now that we know that about you. Thanks. Yes, that all makes so much sense. Uh, I definitely yeah. would have put like a little box behind the words, at least with a gradient, but I couldn't figure out how to do it on this particular website. So I was a little limited on what I could do with yeah. that imagery, but I can probably so take the picture into Canva or something and put something over it, bring it back in. I'll, I'll play around with it for sure. Um, yeah, that's great. Another thing is something you said you wanted to do um, is you want to you want to talk, right? You want to talk to people. You want to go mm -hmm. to conventions or um, conferences and and be a speaker. I see no evidence of your ability. And if I'm looking to hire you, right? I'm not looking to hire you to help me with my mental health or, or what have you. I'm looking to hire you to come speak. There's nothing here for me. And yeah. I would, I would assume that there's pretty good money being left on the table by not making that abundantly clear for conventions and, and what have you to, to bring you on as a speaker. So if you've got YouTube and you're building YouTube, you need to be integrating the crap out of that on your website. You need to yeah. have a dedicated page on your website, maybe multiple pages where you're talking about different subjects or one page per, depending on how long those talks are. And all of that content needs to be on your website. If it's on YouTube and you're talking, there's a transcript. It automatically builds a transcript for better or for worse. Even without using third-party uh, transcription tools, you can get the transcript. It's in a closed caption form, so it has timestamps on it, which is a little bit cumbersome when you're trying to update it and use it on your website. But you can take all of that text for that one, uh, one speech. You can bring it into its own page where you have the video. People could watch the video, but more importantly, um, you get rid of all the timestamps, you clean up the, the misspellings, you clean up the, the syntax and the grammar, um, and then you add it as the content on that page. And now search engines can crawl 
that page and anybody looking for an answer can be directed to your website, that page, because the text has been crawled and analyzed and indexed, not just the video. And so remember your website is this, is this uh, hub and YouTube is merely one spoke on that larger wheel it's going to point people to your website and vice versa. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's a handshake between YouTube and your website. You need to have that content in both places. And whatever you're doing on YouTube, filling out the, the title, being intentional with the word choices of your title, filling out the description, using all of that real estate that you have available to you, using strategic hashtags, all of that also should be on your website. Yes. Um, Even I hashtags. Have... We're not using hashtags for websites today, but we weren't doing that in LinkedIn five years ago, but I was using hashtags like they're going out of style because I assumed sooner or later, if this takes off, then these hashtags are going to become something. So we just do it working under the assumption that it might do something later right? Take every opportunity to harness your real estate that you have available to you. But if you're trying to get speaking gigs, ain't going to happen here. True. And that is a really good point. So I have a client who likes, who um, does speaking events and something that I know for her that is really necessary is every time she um, submits an application to be a speaker, they ask for a, a website and she has a specific speaker page on her website um, that she sends a, a URL to, not, not her homepage, her speaking page. Because a lot of times um, conferences, you know, they get so many applications, so many submissions, they need to quickly understand what it is you are going to talk about. So that's what you can put on your speaker pages. This is what I talk about. These are the topics that I that I talk about. This is what I can add. This is the value I can add to your conference. Just make it very easy for these people who are looking at um, your your application to figure out why should we invite Kate to come speak at our conference. That's, and that's if a you've great got, idea. If you've got five, 10, 15 different topics that you are confident talking about, one of them is just iron. <laughs> One of them is genetics. One of them is uh, raising children and, you know, <laughs> who knows what. You've got all these different topics. That, that uh, single page where you might direct people, that's where you mention those different topics, but you don't link every single YouTube video on that page because that's too much content on a page. Remember the thing I was saying about search engine optimization and what have you. If there's over 300 words, it needs its own dedicated page. If there's over, you know, 45 seconds to a minute of you talking, it needs its own dedicated page. So use that single page as a, a silo and then link to all of the individual topics for more detail, previous uh, speeches that you've given, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I mean, really build that thing out. Uh, don't try to pack it all into one piece of one, one page because that's just going to muddle things. Remember, just get really systematic. Okay, I have a question for you. So we've been talking about <laughs> we've been talking about all the amazing things that you do and want to do with your business. So we have speaking events. 
Um, we have your personal coaching. Um, it look, you have, we have your book. And it looks like you also have an online course. Is that what I'm seeing here? Um, I see that you have a page that links off to an L LMS. Um, so tell mm -hmm. me this. What are you giving? Um, what's the weight you are putting on all these different business business ventures ideas? Like what would you what do you want to do first? What do you want to do second? What's the priority of these different different things you are doing? What would you say? Ooh, well, that's a good question. I kind of think of it all as one thing. <laughs> um, they're steps along the path, depending on who the person is. So um, my preference is speaking. I love speaking. And then one-on-one -on -one coaching would be my next favorite thing. Um, and then the course, that's my group detox program. So I actually interact with them and help them through that, but in a group setting. So it's it kind of just depends on what works best for that person. And I only do the detox like three or four times a year. So it's coming up in April and that's why it's up and available right now where you can see it and click on it and kind of get to it and be able to want to experience that. But the rest of the year, I don't usually um, have it available. Okay. All right. So, it, and it's great to have these different things. You can, it's not like you're, it's not, we're not saying that maybe something isn't as important. However, you did say that you're, you just said that the number one thing you would like to do right now is speaking events. And I'm guessing it's because that is a direct funnel to potential clients. That's really probably how you're going to get in touch with your client base. Um, so that really needs to be a priority on your homepage now. Now that you know that about yourself. Um, so when you are thinking about redesigning your homepage, you just think about those different buckets. Now you know that you really need to give priority to a speaking section. Um, and just a little bit of it, right? A little something about speaking that links to a whole page about speaking. Now you need that for your website. And again, you need to talk about why you have this book on there what that you know what is that and that's probably more going to be even farther down the page i know you have that as almost at the top right now but really that's that's more a supplemental this is a this is something cool about uh, that i'm doing you're getting a little bit of money from it but it's not it's taking almost top priority on your website right now and it shouldn't be your speaking should be to be taking top priority on your home page because you just said that that's what you're trying to do that and coaching, right? Those are the two priorities for you. So something think, to think about. I think the book is very solid opportunity to harness as social proof, right? Look, yeah. I'm not only published. Anybody can go publish themselves these days, but they don't. So I did, but I'm published in a bestseller. Okay. So you know, maybe, maybe I know what I'm talking about. Maybe. Draw your own conclusions. So social proof, that's solid. Even if people don't follow the link and buy your book, that's good, right? Um, so I would, I would definitely integrate it, harness it as uh, author or uh, co-author of best-selling novel, blah, blah, blah. Um, and just, I wouldn't like literate everywhere, but I would definitely put it out a lot. Um, but it feels like a lot of unintentionality. Um, for example, I'm on your courses page. Um, more about the courses. 
You tell me real quick, Kay. Does more about the courses take me to learn more about the courses? No, it does not. It takes me to register. Okay, that's bad user experience. Yeah. I'm not ready to register. That's not even the right link to register, in... so I have to fix that. <laughs> and it opened in a separate tab, so I'm no longer even, I can't click the back button to go back. Screw it. Where? What was I thinking about earlier? Mm. I'm, I'm off to go shop on Amazon Prime, right? Like, <laughs> I, I totally just lost my train of thought and my interest. Um, so you want to go through and be very thorough with not only checking the links or going to the right places. So that's that's I'm glad that we we caught that so you can go and fix that. But also do the the words. This is called UX copy, user experience copywriting, right? The UX copy. Do the words actually do what they say they're going to do? Do they drive me to take the action that I intend to take when I click the thing? Um, and this is this is not easy. I I struggle with UX copywriting. You know, the read more, learn more. That don't that doesn't really mean anything, especially for somebody who has visual impairment. Learn more what? Read more what? What? What am I? Where am I again? They can't just track up. They have to use the screen reader if they're in that position to go back to figure. Man, just give it to them. Learn more about the course. Yes, that's clear, but that's not what this is for. So register today. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty clear to me. So you want to make sure that the the, the call to action, the buttons, um, that copy that is, fits inside that button, we usually want it short. So four words is definitely pushing the, the boundaries on short, um, but uh, it needs to definitely correlate to where you're taking them okay um i from what i'm hearing from you this time uh i'm hearing a lot of i didn't know how i i couldn't quite get it to do that i i threw it together and kudos to you for throwing this together okay so i i don't want to yes. take anything away from you for having built it yourself uh, as a WordPress developer, web designer developer for many years, I know that this probably took you 30 to 50 hours at a minimum <laughs> to try and build out. Um, and then you've got your, your day job, you've got your, your family, you've got probably some, some critters to deal with, you've got life <laughs> thrown at you, you've got your clients, you know, you've got all these other things. So when do you find time and how do you find time? I, I think what I want to try and um, drum home is if you're going to do it, you got to do it. Yeah. Right. So yes. um, if you, if you don't know how to figure how, how to get the um, gradient background within the application, I'll use Canva. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Okay. You found a solution. Find that solution. Whether it's inside the platform or outside the platform, find the solution. Don't just say, ah, it'll be all right. Because it's not going to. Right? Every little thing has an impact. Every 
every minute detail plays a potentially significant role. So figure it out. And if you've got a son who is technic technologically inclined, granted it's hard. I've got kids too. I get it. But if you dangle a carrot and say, you know, we'll go back to the house, you know, have a little time on the beach if we do this right. Um, or I can pay you or whatever motivator, then maybe someone can help you. No shame in getting help, right? So get help um, to the best of your ability. It's, it's worth it in the, in the long run. Is get help. Yep. Um, I don't know what all your influencer soft uh, company, the company that you've hired to do this for you, provides. Um, I can tell you, you saw that screenshot earlier, um, that what they provide leaves something to be desired. Um, so I want to talk about your. Uh, your Lighthouse performance scores real quick. This is me getting into some nitty gritty. Um, first, I wanna start with your Lighthouse performance scores aren't all that bad, <laughs> okay? Um, the fact that you're able to achieve a 77 with performance means that the web page um, is relatively speaking fast, relatively. Um, it's yellow, not green, but it's also not red. Okay. Um, a lot of websites out there, especially built on third party platforms, like probably influencer soft ones that you're probably more familiar with Wix, Squarespace, Shopify, um, Webflow, those tend to be in the fifties, maybe sixties at, at best, right? So that you're at a 77. That's good. Um, accessibility, you've heard me say it. Here's evidence that it's not accessible. And I hate to break it even further, but this metric, accessibility, doesn't even come close to compliance, right? So be being compliant for ADA, um, I mean, uh, you're, even with 100, you're nowhere close, right? It's just, it's not going to happen. You have to use third-party tools to, to really achieve that, that type of uh, certification for compliance. So that you're not even doing the 100, that's problematic for me, right? So I personally take issue with that, and I fight in that corner um, all day long. Trisha will tell you, yeah, we got to change the color with a very big project. Uh, we were just nominated for um, a, an American Business Award for one of our websites, and I required a lot of color changes that Trisha was not really happy about because designer, <laughs> she's like, but they, those aren't on brand. Those aren't as beautiful. And I'm like, they're also not accessible. Um, this is this is so, a designer developer tug of war. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I would recommend that and i can give you this breakdown uh the way that we pull this type of report 
is it has to be in an incognito page. Um, in fact, let me just do that for you. I'm going to run another one. Let's see, where are you? I think I need to open. Oh, this is an incognito. Okay, so let me share my screen again. And for those of you that are just listening, I'm pulling up um, the uh, overcomingwithk.com uh, website, but in an incognito mode so that I can access uh, the Lighthouse uh, tools for this website. And where, I don't, I can't even find it. So let's just do entire screen. Yeah, that one. Okay, so um, in Incognito, I go to your page and I simply right mouse click on the page pretty much anywhere and I click inspect. Now I'm in Google Chrome. Um, Microsoft Edge also has this tool available, but it's built by Google and I tend to use uh, Google products most, so I, I prefer them. Um, and so after in doing this inspection tool, across the top, we have a whole list of choices. Console, that's programming stuff. Performance insights, we can look at that later. Uh, but if you go all the way across, that you might see a double caret, and uh, that takes you to Lighthouse. So the Lighthouse tool is basically a report that you can run on your mobile device or desktop and it checks for performance, accessibility, best practices, SEO, and if you ask it to, progressive web applications, which we're not gonna do. I know it's not gonna have progressive web app attached. Just click analyze page load. And the, the one that we're most uh, concerned about is mobile. Desktop should be better than mobile because um, it presupposes uh, better connectivity, faster connection to the uh, internet, um, and uh, all of that is to say that it was probably built for desktop. So if it wasn't built for mobile, then that's where the problems are going to be, <laughs> right? So we want to utilize the mobile uh, performance re uh, report first to see where things are. And this is, this is better. Your accessibility is uh, still not great. Um, your performance you see is currently at a 24, whereas earlier in the other one, it was at a 70. You need to run this report several times, uh, three, four, five times, because it's based on an emulator. So it's not real live data. It's kind of pretend data. Um, and then maybe take an average or take the highest one. I'm guilty of taking the highest one. Look, we scored a 100 today. Three times before, it was a 94. But this one was a 100, so woohoo. <laughs> um, Conversely, for clients, I will also pull multiple and say, well, you managed to 50, but we averaged down in the 20s. All right, so uh, we'll spin it however we want. I get it. But anything that's not in green is pretty problematic. Um, we talked about the accessibility, the best practices. So um, Infusionsoft or whatever it's called seems to be doing fairly well with best practice. But there are still some things that Maybe you can do, I find that uh, with my background in coding, I still struggle with a lot of these different things. So 
it it may be totally out of your hands all right um accessibility however is often something that we can do like links do not have a discernible name um and that influencer soft logo that you have uh, maybe that's creating part of a problem it is definitely dragging your um your accessibility score down can you get rid of it is it there because you're on a lower tier and if you pay a higher tier they'll get rid of it if not ain't nothing you can do about it so you just got to roll with it heading mm -hmm. elements are not in sequential descending order i catch people out all the time <clears throat> someone in this group um doesn't use the H <laughs> numbers in a sequential order. Okay. There can so. only be one H one on a website, only one on a web page, excuse me. And then the H two, three, four, five, six, uh, elements are all from a organizational perspective, hierarchical, right. Um, and they can't be out of sequence. It's like going from Roman numeral three, a, to 14 c4 it's like wait what just happened there why <laughs> why did we jump we can't jump like that we had to go 3a to 3b to 4 to 4a to 4b to 5 right? i we just learned a lot going on between there yeah i just learned about right. the headers recently and i was like oh i should probably uh -huh. go fix that and yes i can take the influencer so, soft up at the bottom as well it's just there as an affiliate okay. link awesome. it's an affiliate link so that's why it's there Okay. Well, if it's a link, depending on how it's built, you might be able to um, add something called an area label or some type of other uh, backend text that uh, is for the visually impaired alt text, for example. Um, and that then might help that, that little piece qualify, whereas it's currently not. So just, just look into it, see what you can do about it. But so there are some things that you can do uh, for accessibility. Other things are probably out of your control. Best practices um, as well, probably less likely that there's something that you can do. However, SEO all day long, you should be able to do a lot of this stuff. Problem is if you're using a third-party provider like Infusionsoft, maybe you can't. You're restricted to whatever they give you. And if they don't give you access to it, there's nothing you can do. Even if you're a developer, I can't go into uh, Squarespace, for example, and make improvements on SEO beyond what is allowed. I have all of the tricks of the, the trade. Can't do it because there are handcuffs associated with that program. So same thing with, with yours. Just go through it, see what you can do. Um, and then if there's nothing you can do, then there's nothing you can do except for change providers. And if you're not in a position where you want to change providers, then forget about it, right? Um, performance, there is probably something that you can do. And I'm guessing uh, some of this has to do with your images being way too big, not having explicit widths and heights. And so you need to declare the size of the image, um, is it 600 by 40, uh, you know, 4,300? Is it 1,600 by 900? What are the image um, uh, aspect ratios and, and what, are they, uh, what are their explicit widths and heights? Um, making those changes. Also, how big is this image? Is it a, is it a two megabit pixel 
image or is it, you know, 43 kilobytes? <laughs> um, that has a significant impact. So you can go through and clean up some of the images, some of the, the texts. Um, you can choose your, your fonts right here. I see you've got many, many different fonts. Do you need that many? Are they duplicate fonts? Are they similar but different? These all have the same kind of name, so I'm assuming that it's a variant of the font. Can we in incorporate them and use them a little bit more cleanly um, so that they don't all get pulled multiple times? But anyway, um, you want to try and achieve, in, in an ideal world, something called Lighthouse Perfect, where you have hundreds across the top. If you can't do that, then get, get them to green. Okay. Get if you can get, get something to green, then green is good. Green, green is pretty is great. Right. Um, so, and I also, in our discord channel, I, I gave you a breakdown of all of the search engine optimization, uh, recommendations. Um, one of the problems was that that header, that H1 doesn't exist on this page. So you need that. The reason you need that is one for the screen readers, two for the bots, the spider bots that crawl your website. And that's what tells them is the most important thing about this website. And it probably shouldn't be the name of your company because not, you know, no uh, attack here, but nobody gives a damn that your company is called Overcoming with K. What they give a damn about is this thing. I will make you feel better, <laughs> right? Yeah. Feel better yeah. tomorrow. Whatever that thing is that you're selling them, the solution to their pain, that needs to be your H1. That needs to go right here. The best version of you. I like that. Um, but the path to becoming the best, best version of you is really kind of wordy. And path to me feels like it's a long time. Um, am I, do I expect it to take a long time? Is the resolution actually a, a long journey or is it something that can be uh, resolved, at least improved upon um, over a, a short period of time. Path might not be the right word in that case, right? But anyway, um, this is mm -hmm. probably... Yeah, yeah. that verbiage yeah, comes from the story the, too. That's why. <laughs> the path. Right. So anyway, um, there's, there's a lot going on, a lot to unpack. Um, but while your hands are tied on some things and there's nothing that you can do about it. Um, if you're going to use this software, then the software has its limitations and you work within those, those limitations or not, right? That's your only two choices. Beyond that, work on pictures, work on colors, work on the wording, um, work on being very intentional about who this uh, website is for and and why and how you make that overtly clear that they're in the right place. And because you have lots of different service desires, speaking gigs, coaching gigs, etc., you have to figure out and prioritize what comes first. And often yes. businesses go with what makes me the most money. That does not have to be your rule, okay, right? It does not have to be what's going to make me the most money. Uh, I, I tend to try to encourage us smaller businesses to focus on what brings me the most joy. 
you still got to feed me. <laughs> but what brings that, me the most joy? That, but you, usually what brings you the most, the most joy is going to be the thing that ends, ends up bringing the most money because it's what you're most passionate about. If you are you enjoy speaking, it's because you're reaching so many people that is also the thing that has the best potential to get you new clients because of who may be in that audience, right? So those things kind of go together. Um, I wanted to say, um, going back to the Lighthouse scores, why it is um, looking at that is important. Uh, again, Kay, you had said that initially when you built this website, you weren't really thinking about people finding you organically. However, it is a missed opportunity because you are paying monthly to host this website, right? So you are already putting that investment into um, marketing. It is a marketing tool that you are not fully utilizing. And by trying to improve these Lighthouse scores, this helps your SEO and helps your website being found at the top of a, of a search. So that's why it's it's worth your time to go in and make these little tweaks um, to improve the performance of your website. It's an investment. Yes, definitely. And I definitely will be going in there and tweaking and playing around and um, fixing up what I can. I know I do have pretty good access on here. I can get to the meta tags and all that kind of stuff. I just didn't know what to put there. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, I don't know what to put in this field. I'll figure it out later. And, and <laughs> yeah, and it's not... It's no. not something that has to be figured out today. It's something right. that you intentionally work towards figuring out over time. Set yourself, uh, you know, a, a goal. Give yourself a week or, or two weeks, whatever's reasonable, to figure out just meta description. What is it? Why does it matter? And then fix that. And then next week, another thing. And then fix that. Even if you don't fix it everywhere every individual fix eventually cumulatively adds up, right? So yeah. take your time with it. Um, obviously you want it done sooner rather than later. Um, so don't take too much time with it, but you, you know, you, you've got, if you've got access to, to metadata, then that's, that's valuable and, and important. Now we haven't really talked about your social strategy. Um, one Real quick question I have. You mentioned that Infusionsoft at the bottom of your website is an affiliate link. Have you ever made money from that, like ever? Um, if you have, then maybe it's worth it. If you haven't, cut it. Um, because while we do want to diversify our revenue streams and we want to make easy money, if we're not making that money, it is quite possibly costing us for other things, right? So there's a reason they want you to put that on their website. And it's not just because uh, that you're gonna get two bucks if you get somebody to sign up. Um, but you're, you're doing a lot of social, right? You mentioned a lot of social. We're running short on time. I wanted to explore fan base with you. Are you making money in that space? Yes. Not much, but way more than on any other social media platform. So, well, I mean, okay. you do get paid on fan base. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's no, there's no um, uh, direct correlation to to income from these other places. Um, does it cost you extra time? Are you are you building 
in uh, Facebook and then shipping to fan base? Are you building in uh, Instagram and then shipping to fan base or is it the other way around? Um, I'm spending most of my time actually on fan base because of course you get paid there if people like your content and then I will take it over to all the other platforms. But most of my building does happen in like Canva or CapCut or something like that. And then I put it on another um, platform where I can automatically have it pushed out to everything. But Fanbase isn't linked to anything that it can be automatically pushed to yet. They haven't shared their API, unfortunately. So I do usually right. start and there. I mean, there's, there's, there's reason. There's usually better traction on native built, right? So if you're in TikTok and you shared an Instagram built, then it's going to underperform to something that you built within the, the native application. So that makes sense why Fanbase would do that. Um, the, the money that you make, I would, as long as it's easy enough to take what you've done there and repurpose it, then I wouldn't stop it. I think that that's pretty great. And for what you do, um, I think that this, you, it stands to reason that you could make some money. Are you doing anything in TikTok? I don't remember seeing TikTok. No, I don't use TikTok. Okay. I would recommend you scrap Insta, you scrap LinkedIn. <laughs> Maybe don't scrap LinkedIn. No, um, don't but, scrap LinkedIn. But TikTok has a huge market uh, for mental health. Huge yeah, market. it does. And the reach in TikTok is it blows everything out of the water currently right now. Um, YouTube Shorts are trying to compete and they're actually doing a, a really solid job of it. They're stealing some of the market share, right? So they're, but those two platforms um, are really, really powerful. And while you might not be making money in TikTok, one, you're probably helping people that you'll never meet, right? And that's okay, because it feels damn good to help people. Um, we can't always go with the vanity metrics. The, the likes and the comments don't always uh, correlate <laughs> to how much help we are doing. Uh, but, you know, it's the, I, I rescued a starfish on a roof shed the other day. And how many people get <laughs> to do that? Well, I might not have saved the ocean, but I, maybe I saved that starfish. And it felt really damn good. And he couldn't say thank you. He might not have even lived but at least I tried, right? Um, over in TikTok, your reach has the potential to be enormous um, and it can funnel. So you don't need to mention your, your website in your, your videos. Um, you can have a link in your profile and it can take them to you know your beacon or whatever that was, or I would prefer that you build that in your website and have it as its own unique page. Um, but it can still link to those other, other platforms. Um, and so you can bring people in, you can talk about your book and involvement in the book and maybe sell some, some books through your, your posts. Um, but I think that the, the opportunity to reach people, if you can build an audience in the likes of TikTok, will justify people hiring you for those uh, conferences to come in as a speaker. Yes, um, I was going to say that's an important reason to stay on LinkedIn. You need to have mm -hmm. a professional profile on LinkedIn yeah. for your speaking events. Yeah. Uh, 
Instagram is not necessarily to be scrapped. If you've got some tool that will push out to Instagram for you, then, then great. Uh, there's a lot of movement away from Instagram of late. Um, I don't know what recent numbers are, but uh, I haven't been in that space recently. So, you know, I'm one of the numbers that have bowed out effectively. Um, but the social media strategies that you're doing because of the nature of what you do, I think you have huge opportunity, short form videos, one concept, uh, teach it because it worked for you, um, have conversations, you know, openly in the video, uh, responding to somebody that asked you a question, you don't use their name or anything, but you know, if you're going to talk to them, then answer that question for everybody and drive that traffic back to your website. I think you'll find uh, a lot of good. I don't know if you have reservations about TikTok as a platform. There are those that have reservations from a privacy perspective. I get it. Um, but this is the industry that we're in. This is the world that we're in. And there are plenty of ways for people to get my facial features anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm not really uh, protecting myself that much. I mean, I am. <laughs> Some of this information that they take is it can be scary. Yes. Um, but. I'm more uh, concerned so about space for you. I'm I'm more concerned about building up on a platform and then it actually getting shut down. Like I know they've shut it down for government officials and they're trying to shut it down for the rest of the US from what I hear. So I just didn't want to build up something there and then just have it go to waste was really my concern. Completely understandable. And you know, actually, Kay, you had said that you're interested in building up YouTube. YouTube is actually the 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 um, platform that is growing quick, fastest right now in popularity. Mm -hmm. It's making a comeback, and they just implemented um, YouTube YouTube Shorts. I don't know if you have seen Shorts, but it they're they're trying to do that the the, the this is the, the TikTok for 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 YouTube, um, but it actually is getting it's becoming quite popular, and it's really easy to take um, a recording. On, on YouTube and just go and find little segments to, to make into a short and republish it on your channel. And people just scroll through, scroll, scroll through those. And then you can link it back to the full YouTube, right? So um, that is a platform that you may want to look at is um, YouTube. And that sounds like, um, especially with your speaking events, that would be a good platform for you to invest some time in. And I know what you mean. There's so many platforms. Which one do you choose? What's best for your business? There's only so much time you have to devote to, to social media. And it's not always like our favorite thing to do. <laughs> so yes, figure out what which platforms make sense for you and your business. And, and just focus on maybe one or two. And if you are having hesitations about TikTok, I would look at YouTube. Another thing that is great about YouTube is um, it's getting searched by Google. I think they're affiliated, right? Isn't YouTube and oh, Google it's owned. affiliated? It's owned by. And yeah. It's owned. There you go. Yeah. That's right. It's owned. So um, the transcripts get picked up in a Google search if you have those on on your YouTube videos. So it's a great SEO opportunity. So that's where I would focus on is YouTube. That's my suggestion. Well, uh, I'll just say this about 
TikTok. Um, it is replacing Google as a search engine in many instances, uh, especially with AI uh, coming out where we can all write our own uh, content and it's all AI generated. It's hard. I think it's going to be become harder and harder to uh, trust what we read and we're going to be using our eyes and our ears more to, to build that, that trust. Um, and then the AI tools that make us look different kind of screw with that too. But um, I, I believe that video is a really great format for you, for what you're doing. Uh, YouTube, yes, it's uh, Google, it's fine, that's great. But in many cases, people are going to TikTok to ask those questions now instead of Google. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't discount it just because you've heard talk that maybe they are. Yes, they're they're not allowing it for government. Neither does the UK. Neither should a lot of government officials uh, because of the ability to spy. Um, but there's nothing to spy here. <laughs> it's just me talking, you talking. Um, I say that very cautiously because... <laughs> Clearly, there is private information that can be shared inadvertently, uh, so you yes, want to was... do it with with caution. But yeah, um, but well, let's let's be honest. All the social media channels get flack for this. I know TikTok mm -hmm. has its own special category of flack they get. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yes. Facebook Facebook has been getting a lot of flack. Facebook is probably you know if you look at it overall, Facebook is <laughs> is the platform that people are most. Um, you know, nervous about these days. Mm. Um, speaking mm. back to why you might consider TikTok, I have to agree with Daniel. This is kind of interesting. Mm. So my son, who is 20, I ask him how he researches topics in college. Mm. Um, and he says that he researches, re researches on TikTok and YouTube. Mm. Before he Googles, interesting. before yeah. he Googles, he goes to TikTok and YouTube. So that is interesting. It is interesting as a search engine. Yes. Um, from a search engine perspective. Um, speaking of Facebook, this is a really good leeway into um, what your contact button is doing on your website. We need to talk about this, Kate. <laughs> we need to talk about this. Daniel, will you go click on that? <laughs> so your your contact button links off to Facebook Messenger. This is not going to work for a lot of people, okay? It's not going to work. They want... You have got to give people different ways to contact you. And speaking of Facebook and what I just said, there are people who don't even use Facebook anymore. I stay yeah. clear of Facebook. I do. I would not contact you because of this contact link. I do not want to contact you like that. you got to give people multiple ways to contact you. A simple contact That's form. I'll make a contact page then instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And put that as an option perhaps. Yeah on the page yeah yeah contact me on it messenger be here's mm -hmm. a form mm -hmm. text me or or whatsapp me or whatever you want to do yeah um all of that is is fine but your standard form of contact should be a form and then you can have the alternatives below it mm -hmm. um all right well that takes us near the end of the program uh before i play our little ditty of an outro though. Okay. I want to personally thank you for coming onto the show, for being with us, for being vulnerable and letting us uh, 
analyze all of uh, your business materials. Um, and also, I want to ask you, uh, you know, this being the end of the show, if somebody is listening, what's the one piece of advice or one thing you would like to say to anybody who might need help? Um, what, what do you want to tell them? Hmm. Um, someone that might need help with their health. Is that what we're speaking of or with their yeah, website? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, with, <laughs> with your, 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 business. your, yes, your my business. business. Oh yes. Well, the one thing that I would suggest, the thing that helped me the most is if you can, if you can find a way to afford it or finagle it, find yourself a functional medicine doctor, someone that really cares about and is interested in your whole body health, not just solving a symptom or covering up a symptom, because that's what a lot of our um, professionals do in the U.S. at least. Unfortunately, they are not focused on yes. total body care. I call it sick care versus health care. You want true health care, find a functional medicine practitioner. That's it. That All is right. great advice, and I can speak to that. That is great advice, Kay. Thank you. Yeah. Again, Kay, thank you yes, so much. And thank you so much for having me. <laughs> thank you for so much for, for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure getting to know you. You're Thanks a, for tuning a in fabulous to the We person. Rock DM podcast. We hope you found our discussions on digital marketing and web design and development helpful and informative. Don't forget to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date on the latest trends and strategies in the world of online business. We'll see you in the next episode of We Rock DM where we make kick-ass stuff kick-ass. Thank you, Kay. I love right. it. So much um, amazing information. Thank you, guys. You are Thank welcome. You. That, you know, we're, we hope that, I know, it, hopefully this didn't feel like we were just, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. tearing apart your website. We are hoping that it actually helps you because you have an awesome business. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, you know, we want to see you succeed. Um, and these things will help you. You know, this yes. is a, a great marketing tool that you can use yes. to promote your business. Definitely. I got to figure out what to put in that top um, section and uh, go from there. <laughs> so, Kay, mm -hmm. um, Inside this this uh, Riverside platform, mm -hmm. your audio and video is being processed. Okay. Uh, if you look over on the left hand side, the right hand side of your screen, where you see your your microphone, you'll see something about uploaded. Okay. Don't close this until gotcha. you've you've achieved full hundred percent. Whatever it says. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, if you would please. No problem. I can. It's gonna take recording? me a, a long time. I've stopped recording. Yeah. Okay. It still says recording uh, on my uh, end. Is yeah, it supposed to? Oh, maybe it is still recording. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was yeah, really it great. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank Appreciate you. It. And yes, all that you were... you're you're trying to do. Thank you.